0: Welcome to the April edition of the Lee Schools TV Podcast. I'm Rob Spicker, Assistant Director in the Communications Department, and I'm glad you're going to take the time to join us today. It's not going to be long before summer is here. That means kids will be out they look forward to it. We know they love the time off, but there are moms and dads and teachers that get worried about how are they going to keep their children busy? How are they going to make sure they don't suffer any learning loss during the summer months? Well, the School District of Lee County has a number of options for you, and that's what we're here to discuss today with the Coordinator of Community Engagement, Dr. Adam Malloy. Dr. Adam Malloy, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to share some of these uh, expanded learning opportunities for our kids.
0: Right, here we are, April, not too early to start thinking about what happens in June. So let's talk about uh, what the The district is offering that's available really to all students, kindergarten through eighth grade. It's a virtual program, enhanced learning.
1: So we have a virtual expanded learning summer program for all of our K-8 to kids. And this is done through iReady reading and math. And those uh, kind of sign up forms were sent out April 1st and parents and families have until May 20th to get that registration done. What that does is it basically signs them up for a learning pathway, reading and math, and it's a available to all of our students and so they're just hoping uh, for a little bit of time each week and then some, uh, some assessment performance at the end of each session.
0: It's not a crazy commitment to do this but it keeps your child involved.
1: Well, I, think what, I think what it shows is how important summer is just in terms of learning loss or however you want to put it like if it's summer counts or if it's like you're really concerned about compounding learning loss we just want kids to be connected uh, with some learning pathway.
0: All right. Now, all three uh, levels of our schools, elementary, middle, and high, they also some very tar- offer very targeted programs to students. Can you run through some of those?
1: Yeah. So each school has uh, boot camps uh, in which schools will send out invitations uh, to these boot camps, whether it's a reading boot camp, a science boot camp. Um, there's uh, second grade, third grade at the elementary level. Uh, there's boot camps at both the middle and high school level. And those schools are identifying those students for invitation. They're sending out those invitations. Then parents have that opportunity to join in. And, And, And what a great I think what a great chance for kids just to just to realize that, hey, listen, we've got this we've got this potential for growth here. Right. And in these areas. And, uh, you know, we have in person. uh, We mentioned the virtual. We're trying to really cover all bases when it comes to the summer.
0: Yeah. So these are the students we want to help keep them moving along, not lose ground, maybe make up ground during the summer months.
1: Absolutely. Like uh, we know, like statistics have shown, you know, study after study uh, that there is learning loss over the over the course of the summer. And this is the the school district being very proactive at saying, hey, listen, we've got these opportunities, these programs. We want to make sure kids are connected to learning material.
0: All right. Summer school is going to start when and
1: when? So uh, summer school starts June uh, 10th and ends July 13th. Okay, so that runs about five weeks. That's Monday through Thursday, uh, and it is 8 to 12. 8 to 12.
0: So half the day, four days a week during the summer months. So if there are parents that want to get involved in either the enhanced virtual learning or maybe even see if they should be getting involved in those targeted programs, what do they do?
1: All right, so there's a Google form that went out to all K-8 parents. All they have to do is register their kid for the expanded virtual learning. That gets them kind of that easy, limited access over the summer. With their, they'll take their Chromebooks home if they are looking for interest in those specialized boot camps. Uh, they'll probably be invited by their school, but they could also just reach out to their school site and say, "Hey, what opportunities does my uh, does my child have at the school over the summer?"
0: All right, now, there are other opportunities. The district partners with a number of community groups, and they hold summer camp Camps, if you will, in our schools. Um, one of those is going to be the Boys and Girls Club this summer.
1: So this is, I think, a, this is uh, something a little bit new and unique for the school district. So two years ago, we had, uh, we had a community organization run at our school site, uh, just one. And this year we have seven. And the Boys and Girls Club is one of those community organizations that has designed their summer programming to enhance uh, student learning. They have a program called Brain Gain in which they're really focused on that learning loss over the summer. And this is all... Uh, run and operated and staffed by the Boys and Girls club but at our sites so they're at James Stevens uh, they'll be at golf middle uh, all of that registration material they're also at varsity Lakes middle uh, but their registration material is online uh, they're excited and they're they're really giving preference uh, either scholarship or membership to to our kids to the school district kids uh, so the Boys and Girls Club uh, YMCA of Southwest Florida is operating at four sites and then uh, IMAG
0: now let's talk about IMac what is their program offering? or what do they have for students this summer?
1: All right. So I have two small children, uh, six and eight, and IMAG is formerly the Imaginarium. Now it's IMAG History and Science Center. IMAG was always one of the hardest summer camps to get into because their seats were so small. They operated out of their downtown location. uh, But this year, they're expanding their seat offerings in partnership with us at Tortuga Preserve and Villas Elementary. So they'll be offering their their very selective science and STEM programming uh, at at our schools. And each week, they're also, so commuting them transporting them down to the downtown location so that they can see all the the experiences and you know in, in sets that they have down at at the IMAG.
0: So you get it in class, but you get to go to the the facility itself, and it's a largely expanded group of kids that can take part.
1: One of the, I think one of the coolest parts of the partnership with with IMAG and with all of our groups is that uh, they've recognized that, you know, costs can be a barrier. And so uh, they are dedicating scholarships, they're dedicating grants to really allow anybody that's interested in these camps to be a part of them.
0: Great. What about the YMCA? You mentioned them four schools.
1: Now the YMCA. You know this is our this is kind of a traditional uh, summer camp. You know uh, they're running their different programs each week has a theme. uh, But they're at they're at four of our schools. And you know their their information can be found online. You can register and you can check out and select your sites whether it's you know Three Oaks Middle or Cypress Lake Middle, uh, Hector A. Cafferata in the Cape, uh, which is a new location for them. Um, But yeah, the YMCA uh, Boys and Girls Club IMAG. What they're doing is they are working. Working with us so that we can stay connected with our kids at our sites uh, and they're they're you know they're operating summer camps there so it's a win for them in that they get they get space and it's a win for us because we get to stay connected with our kids
0: absolutely so t- tell me about a little different program uh, SOS support our students this really can give the incoming and some current high school students experience for what they're gonna need after graduation
1: yeah, so I, I really love uh, support our students. This is run out of the Dunbar Community Center. It's available for all rising eighth to eleventh graders. Uh, they learn uh, personal finance and budget. Uh, they learn, um, you know, uh, resume uh, writing and, and different kind of like life skills that you would you would you would definitely want moving forward. But the coolest thing is, in terms of career readiness, they do internships, paid internships. So the applications are up. Uh, you can find it if you just search SOS Lee School. Or SOS, Dunbar Community School, um, and you can apply there. One of the interesting things with SOS is its origins. So it has its origins after the Club Blue uh, shooting, which was a tragic, tragic incident. But what happened afterwards is the community came together and said, hey, we need some better summer opportunities for our for our older kids during the summer so we know elementary school kids are they're running the traditional summer camps uh at our schools or out in the community uh even middle school but we know once they get a little bit older uh that kind of trails off so sos is a a really strong program uh designed to really keep these kids uh you know not only you know learning and active but also uh you know training uh, real life skills oh, real life skills. And we've had a number of SOS kids that have transitioned after high school to the jobs that they interned at, you know, whether it's, you know, a construction company or whether it's a trade or whether it's a sales job or business, you know, our, our community has stepped up and said, hey, we want to offer these internship opportunities. We want these kids to learn, you know, on the job experience. And uh, it's worked out really well for a lot of them.
0: And we do have a number of other groups that are involved, partnered with the district for summer opportunities.
1: Yeah. So we have uh, actually, a, a you know, a Really, a ton of groups, uh, and, and parents can can check out. You know, whether it's a parenting magazine or whether they're they're just kind of uh, checking them out. Uh, the news press does a big kind of summer opportunities. Uh, you know, Florida Weekly does summer opportunities. Just you know, there is a, a really a, a plethora of uh, of camp offerings. Um, you know, in our I think our our, our business community as well is really interested and they, you know, they work with these, with these groups, you know, with these, with these camps that are being offered to our, you know, to our kids, uh, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to list just a, a, a few, uh, but you know, the Alliance is a, is always been a big partner and the Alliance runs some really great, uh, art camps. Uh, we're hoping to maybe j- have them join with our other community, uh, organizations on our school sites next year with, which I think is a, is a great opportunity. Uh, but yeah, there's, there, there are a lot of camps, especially, uh, You know, arts theater related that you know that might be new or unique to parents, but they're definitely out there.
0: So, would the advice be if you're looking for those things, you know, for your kid because that's what they're interested? Then look to those sites to see what they're doing.
1: Yeah, I think that you know there there's a number of of things online that's available. You know, you have your traditional parks and rec. You've got your Cape Coral Parks and rec. You got your Lee County Parks and rec. You got your City of Fort Myers. There's camp offerings there, Uh, and so those are your your, you know your more traditional, uh, but really, if you just search uh, summer opportunities or summer camps, comma, Lee County, there is a large listing. And that's really where, you know, when, when we've been asked for, you know, lists of what's being offered besides just at your school, uh, that's what we, that's the, that's how we direct. All right.
0: Good advice with that. Now, summer school does not just have to be at a school with a teacher or at an organized camp, does it? You can do things at home if you have the time and the, uh, the patience maybe to play teacher for a few months.
1: Yes. And we're not, you know, so I, when we went into the pandemic and the in the shutdown in the spring I had to become an elementary school teacher to to both of my children and that was that was a burden. Uh, and I wasn't very, I wasn't as good as I thought I was going to be, but all we want is some engagement with literacy and mathematics. And, and if that is uh, just a, a book or set a, you know, set a reading goal, like, Hey, this summer, I want you to read this many goals. Let's read together a little bit. Uh, let's do some, some math problems, you know, uh, together, stay connected with learning in some way. So we've talked about all of the opportunities at the school site. We've talked about a lot of opportunities in the community, but at home, you need to be reading and you need to be engaged with math at some level. I'm not saying every day. I'm just saying it needs to be consistent, right? Because we, we went through a difficult time uh, with the pandemic and the learning loss from the pandemic. We cannot afford to compound it with summer learning loss. Like we have pandemic learning loss, Right and we have summer learning loss, we need to be connected and we need to be reading as, as best we can. I would say, if I'm a parent, I'm reaching out to my, my, uh, my, my child's teacher and I'm saying, hey, what can I do? Like, my, I know there's opportunities for growth. What can I do at home? right? What can I do in terms of reading and what can I do in terms of mathematics, uh, science, social studies? Uh, You know, summer's a great opportunity to to go out and see museums if you can, maybe on the weekends. There's some great deals uh, in terms of what's being offered. Uh, But yeah, I would say reading and math, just staying connected as best you can. And
0: you've mentioned the research. and, And I think one of the interesting things about the research is how it compounds year after year, right? There really is, you know, data out there that shows students can fall behind and fall behind. Worse every year if they're not keeping up.
1: Yeah, this uh, the, the the summer counts kind of idea or concept is um, you know it's been studied and it, it's been studied a decent amount, and it just really shows that it's not just the learning loss that year, but it's compounded over time uh, so much so that they look at it as a major factor in the achievement gap by the time these by the time these students matriculate all the way all the way to high school, uh, and so if we can better address what's happening over the summer you know, there are alternative ideas like, uh, you know, well, what about year round school? Well, we're not there yet. You know, like we're not, we're not, we are in, you know, we're in the mode of trying to provide as much learning opportunities as we can, whether ext- extended virtual or whether in-person summer school. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're trying to address one of the major issues uh, with learning loss and that's the summer.
0: All right. Any last thoughts about getting the kids involved this summer?
1: Well, I think that it's, I'm really happy that, uh, you know, that you, that you chose this topic because, you know, a lot of times we think of the school ending, you know, summertime, yeah, everybody's kind of excited uh, leaving. And I think that it's great because you have a break, right? You have a, you have a rest, uh, but I think you need to be conscious and you need to transition uh, to some academic engagement, you know, over the course of the summer, maybe get, so ask your child like, well, what are you most interested in? Let's go check out some books from the library. Uh, The library also has a lot of summer offerings. They have a, a summer book program where, the, where they will send you a book every so often and you just, you all you have to do, it's free and you just record the reading and uh, they keep sending the books. So uh, they'll tailor it to your level and they'll tailor it to your, you know, your child's interest.
0: Yeah. I mean, so really the, the commitment could be 20 minutes a night, hour a day or two. I mean, it's not overwhelming for parents that are still working full time.
1: No. Not at all. I think that uh, I I think that parents recognizing how big of a priority, you know, that their child's learning is uh, simply by just setting aside some time during the week. That's it. Good advice. Dr. Malloy, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: We appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, as well, for watching the uh, latest edition here of the Lee Schools TV podcast. We're back next month with another edition. Have a great day.